Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, Felipe, dressed up for prom night, and I am not alone. Let's talk to a man who always wears a hat so Julie Chen doesn't whack him, and he has his protection. It's Jacob. Hello. Hey, I'm just a simple girl from a town named Chilltown, or a town named Chill. <laughs> Yikes. Nice. Way to start this out. I've ruined it already. Yeah, Jacob, uh, where's Zach? We want to replace you. I know, I know. That's fine. Get Zach rid of me. wouldn't make this mistake. Or Lydia. She can come in, yeah. sub in, tap out. She should. But we can uh yeah, we can do a little double team and uh she can tag twin in and twist. get out of here. Yeah. No, that's twist. a little incestuous. Um some Jamie and Cersei stuff. But anyways, uh we got we got a woman who would never take a bubble bath in the kitchen sink, Nicole Horn. I am back by sloppular demand. And I'm ready to talk about um, some, you know. Your man, Marvin. I was going to say, I had men all over this episode. I was lusting, baby. <laughs> she, the, the hormones jumped out. I'm leaving everybody speechless today. She really is. Um, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so, but yeah, we're talking about definitely a slower week compared to last week um but a great week of all-stars nonetheless we this is what all-stars should be epicness all around but unfortunately it's not always the case but yeah so how's everyone doing for all intents and purposes i'm good okay yeah but do you want to just get back to something depressing with caser's eviction yeah i don't want to follow how there were many daddies on this episode, but there was one daddy that was, he fell too soon. Bunky. <laughs> oh, poor one out for Bunky. Yeah. Um, but Kaser was evicted and everyone is sad. And according to Jacob, they were just faking it last week about Diane. So I'm just going to continue with his logic. Apparently they were just faking it. Don't break my bubble. Uh, actually, they seem pretty genuine. The Chicken George confessional seems like he was like a little bit broken up, whereas everyone else was just like moping around. They didn't actually seem that sad. But here, oh, like, no. I actually believe that Chicken George was sad. I feel like Danielle and Erica were both really sad. Like Danielle was like, I feel really bad. Um, but I also think that everyone was sad about Diane and Nicomas and Allison and even Jace. Um, but it's a game. Like someone has to leave every week. Dr. Will's right. Don't be sad. Just play the it's game. It's not like he died. Yeah. I mean, according to Marcellus, it's your in-game life. It feels like you're on death row when you're on the block. Um, but when Al talk some smack about Chicken George, he's a lying creep is what Janelle calls him. 
because um, apparently George swore on his kids that he wouldn't have case her, but uh, they actually flash back and George's language isn't that. So I feel like they were protecting George here. I thought something got lost in translation because if they, if uh, like Chicken George said, I swear on my kids, then they probably would have shown that. But instead we yeah. see like something where it's just like Kaser saying, or Kaser and George and like Chicken George is like, oh yeah, like I'll try to get you in. Like he never commits. So yeah. this, this George slander is unwarranted. We know the kind of player that Chicken George is. I don't think he's swearing on his kids. I feel like Chicken George is basically the guy that makes a decision and then waffles all week, but ends up going with his original decision. <laughs> uh, yeah, that checks out. But then we get our second. I like that they broke it up in the HOH and then the coup d'etat. They didn't try to cram everything. Like, cause probably the coup d'etat stuff happened before, but they just like got mm-hmm. straight to the point. The HOH malfunctions, we hear Allison Grodner on the speaker saying that because of technical difficulties, uh, we have to replay it, even though Boogie was chill with the results. Um, but Howie, Big Boy, did not enjoy the results. Um, so He's the, stupid. He was the like, first one to hit the button. But, like, why is he complaining? Like, he's supposed to be dumb. He's supposed to be some big idiot beefcake. Like, he wants to win this memory comp. Like, why would he not just be like, oh, well, I pressed the wrong button. Well, I mean, he wants to keep Janelle safe. Well, name one occasion that Howie has been self-aware. I mean, yeah. When he says big boy wants attention. (laughs) That's fair. Period. Um, I also, I like how Grodner says chiefly among these, like, so diplomatic. She's like, there are lots of mistakes in the veto or in the HOH, chiefly among these, the button malfunction. Just say the button malfunction. Like, you don't need to, like, fluff it up. See, it's Maybe legal was standing over her head. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Since when do they take fairness this seriously? I mean, if Tyler Crispin won this HOH, they wouldn't have redone it. I don't think so. But I feel like it was so obvious for this one. There was, like, no way getting around it. Like, but also, like, definitely wanted Janelle in, ideally, for a television product. So if they could give Janelle another chance. But I also think this one was so blatantly, like, unfair um but yeah twitter would have had a riot if this was a comp this year yeah but wait didn't they've done it but like they've replayed hohs in since then right i know definitely an ott but i don't like to talk about that season because <laughs> yeah it's... they definitely will replay an hoh but i feel like it like they're not always consistent like yeah yeah, there are definitely, like, times, like, BB20 comes to mind where, like, Tyler's feet were off of the, like, pole. See, I didn't watch like, Fees that season. Um, okay, well. What, was it the Haley, Spain Haley should have been HOH, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Helen, I mean, people... They I, didn't redo a comp for her, so... Who? Helen was pushed, and they didn't redo the comp for her, so do they really care about fairness? Yeah. McCray even said Helen was pushed, so she must have been. It's a fact, definitive. We were talking about the spinny disc comp and, I, and nothing like boggles my mind, my mind more than when Shima gets whacked by the diploma and does like a 780 flip. Like that was, that was funny. And stays on like Queen Shima. Yeah. We stand. We get her on the US gymnastics team. What? Simone Files is shook. Oh, I was like, I was like, Shima was on the gymnastics team? No, she wasn't. We need to get her <laughs> on there if she's doing flips like that. We really do. Shima came for Janelle on Twitter recently because she was talking smack about Kevin. And she's like, and Janelle was like, where's this Kevin? And 
put a clip of Kevin in Ronnie's face. And she was like, it's called growth, Janelle. Like, Ooh. Damn, it looks like Shima's got a little Janellacy. But also, Janelle has some Kevinellacy. <laughs> mm, doesn't sound as good. No, it definitely doesn't. What is does there not. to be jealous of about Kevin? Um, I don't know. He seems to have a loving husband. Okay, T. Um, he's friends with Devon. That's a great, that's a thing I would be jealous of. I am jealous of, actually. Yeah. But anyways, we, honestly, bring the coup d'etat this week. Devon's going to win the coup d'etat, pull herself and Kevin. Oh, you're saying in BB-22? Yes. We want it. Yeah. Put a Pandora's box in there. I would like to see it. We we would love to see it. I want to see Miss Pandora's box much better than some of the like recent stuff. They need to the show in a tasteful way. Exactly. Um, but anyways, we got our redo, and I was surprised that Julie came back to host. I was like, Julie's probably like, let me go home. But do you think she recorded them? No, because she said you're out, you're out. Never mind. Yeah, she was there. But anyways, uh, we get Danny swinging the hoh key, being like a queen that she is and the questions are i'll go through them quickly what color was the color of the my the wall that the mime shirt was stolen from was it a red b black i don't remember if i wrote that correctly but anyways george and will are out uh then allison said the mime was drove her insane or crazy and erica howie and marcellus are all out then eric says he's back for a revenge or to never forget him i don't remember i didn't take detailed notes and james is out and then uh it's bunky or josh no sorry mike or janelle is gonna win and the question is which spirit said quote on the other side and the question was a josh or b bunky it was a josh and janelle wins hoh and janelle says i'm here to crush dreams and i'm not sorry about it these questions were way harder like i get that they didn't plan to have these read but like I would have gotten zero of these right if I was in the house. The, like the probably the mime, if you were paying attention to the house, that one would have been easy. But everything else, like, yeah. And I also think like people are just having fun during these segments. Like they were like looking at Allison or Holly. Holly snubbed from being part of a question. <sighs> Holly Meowie, have you looked at her Wikipedia page? It says that she's ten years younger than she is. I think she edits it herself. And it's like Holly XX Meowie. She's like a wrestler or something, a wrestler diva. Well, I don't think anybody else besides you is checking it. No, it was Annie Pizzatelli who brought this to my attention. Oh my goodness. When she was watching Big Brother 5. And she's like, I would also edit my Wikipedia page to make myself younger. Exposing Annie live on stream. I love to see it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people would. It's not just Annie. TBT, did, were you, uh, um, Emma Rose, the great Emma Rose, once brought my to my attention that Danny DeVito's Wikipedia page was edited to say XX Destroyer XX. That was his title. Wow. Someone that edited is, uh, that to be his birth name. That's impressive. Um, but yeah. Are you Ollie Sunny's people? I um, am. I watched a few episodes. I don't know. It was a little too mean for me, but I enjoyed some episodes. I guess there's not going to be a Brazilian dragon. It's I, if if Nicole wants to, 
I so, someone wrote a funny spec script for my my class i'll tell you off air so their idea doesn't get stolen but yeah i think there's other shows we can cover that are not just a bunch of white people doing drunk shit <laughs> so how i met your mother no, himyomo himyomo yes it's catching See, on. i remember it's catching on but um yeah were you are you big hercules fans danny devito's in that he's the he's phil I, I love that go the distance song that's like all-time karaoke music yes ricky martin it. does a great spanish version too we stand uh but yeah so let's move on from danny devito nicole's number one my friend danya has a great danny devito story i need to get her on the podcast um she's hilarious in her own right but yeah um danielle and erica are annoyed worried that it's going to be either them or marcellus going home and james calls uh in their season six alliance chat he calls them the float herders so um and how he says that danielle's the maggie which i mean honestly maggie was a baller gameplay but don't don't talk shit about danielle like that um thoughts on danielle being called the ringleader of the float herders I mean, Danielle is playing a game that's so complex that the season six doesn't even see it coming. I don't think they realize yeah. how blind and behind the scenes she was. Like, there was no way she was not winning that veto. It's, yeah. it's fine. Unless it, it Howie does, was playing. Yeah, it, it does look like it is floating to, like, the outside eye. So they're not wrong in, like, saying that's what it looks like, but they're like not really appreciating all of the things she's doing. They yeah. just see like the surface level stuff. Hear me out. Janelle is the proto Rachel in many ways, but like she's here. She's like, I was getting big floaters grab a life fest vibe. And like, I feel like this is part of the, cause they never really explained like in this season, I feel like floating is depicted as like just doing nothing. But like, I feel like these people are actively doing the June floating. Except for chicken George. He's just a bump on a log, but <laughs> um, like, I feel like this is kind of where Rachel got her interpretation of floating because we know they watch seasons and sequester, but yeah. Yeah. I I think that, um, I think that this is like probably where they're getting it from because it does seem like this is the type of floating where it's like, yeah, you're trying to play both sides rather than like the chicken George doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, uh, James, if we thought he was talking smack last week, he calls uh, Janelle the best player ever and that he's not worthy, but she needs to go. He's not worthy of being in her presence. He gets on his knees in the diary room um, and he's like, I'm not worthy of being in her presence. Um, but wasn't last week he was saying that she's like the worst player ever. So James is just full of contradictions. Yeah. James is just wrong. Like, I think he realizes after she keeps winning, like, okay, maybe she is actually good and that, like, he yeah. shouldn't be in But honestly, this week, I think, is one of the – a huge blunder for Janelle. Like, honestly, she recovers, but, like, this week was not a great look for Janelle game-wise. Like, what, what should she have done with her initial noms? No, with Marcellus at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah I think I she gets snowed pretty badly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. But, yeah, we get our first coup d'etat segment. Clue number one is a lamb – and Danielle and also Erica, I'll give her credit, but they're like, Dolly, we should name her Dolly. Dolly was cloned. DNA, do not assume. And I actually like thought that was a really smart logic jump, especially like with Big Brother 5 being two seasons ago. 
Um, so Danny goes first, do not assume. Then James says, where's my notes? James says, pull the wool over your eyes. Erica also says, do not assume. And then George says, you are expected to expect the unexpected. What? Like, no. Have you ever heard that phrase ever said? It's a common phrase, Chicken George. Like, it's not going to be you are expected to expect the unexpected. Just because it's a, it's a lamb that's an ewe or whatever. Like, what, George? Like, yeah, yeah, you could come up with any amount of phrases with the word you in it. Like, ugh, that was such a terrible guess. Someone should have told, grabbed Chicken George and told him, do not. That is a trash guess. But you know what? At we least could have had Lisa. The, yeah, he didn't win the power. So, and imagine Chicken George with the coup d'etat. Who would go home in that situation? Probably you wouldn't even Erica. use it. Probably Erica. <sighs> yeah, Chicken George is, I don't know. He's just frustrating as a player. Like, I get that. Like, he wasn't even that fun on Big Brother 1 as someone who watched Big Brother 1. Yeah, um, but Shame. I don't know. Seeing Jack in there, I was like, "What? We could have had Jack instead, or something like in the veto comp, or Marvin, or Lisa, who was snubbed." See, now that you say Marvin, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but as someone who remembers Chicken George fondly and is watching the season now, I get where you're coming from. No, no, no. I definitely like. I enjoy the age diversity. So even though I would have stand having Lisa or Monica in there instead of him, and also balancing the gender numbers. Um, like I get why he's there and you need Big Brother One representation, but come on, Will Mega. <laughs> he just shows time and time again that he's not a good player. Yeah, and that's so fine. Voting, like, voting out Kaser with um obviously we'll get to the end of the episode how he handles his first challenge win, second, I yeah. guess, video. But no, still- but I I think like the thing is I don't mind those kind of players and characters. Like I enjoyed Kevin from Big Brother 19, but I feel like Chicken George isn't that entertaining. He's just like a kind man. He, he doesn't bring entertainment. Like, I want a Keith Nail. I want a Kevin. Someone who's like there who can bring fun moments, but also like who can like is not really tapped into the game as much. He tries to be fun. Like, you have to give him credit. Like, he isn't actually that fun in the end, but he really does try. Like, he tries to make the segments. He like plays games with Howie. He dresses up weird. Like, yeah, he takes the yeah. punishments. Like, he's trying to do it. He's just, like, not. So I don't know what else, like, he could do other than just, like, be a different person. But I'm just, like, we could have had someone else. But, it yeah. It could have been Lisa. I'll say it for you. Or Monica. Or Yvette. Give me Yvette over at Chicken George any day. Okay, that's where you're pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Dana Varela. Fallen queen. Never forget. If you put a gun to my head and said, who was the Big Brother 4 representation that got cut, I would not be home for dinner. <laughs> Tell my parents I'm so sorry. Not, not, not that dark imagery. Not the Dan- Dana, da- what's her name? Dana Varela. Did she go to her karate studios in, in New York City? I mean, I'm going to wait till after coronavirus. Oh, of, of course. Nice. Good call. See if she's still yeah. active in the karate. If she heard me talking about her like this, the erasure that I'm doing of this poor woman. She can come. I don't want to see what she's up to. I mean, if she's a karate teacher, she could realistically kick my ass. I actively want to see what she's been up to. Like, I want to see where she is in life. She's like not active on social media. Let's say you would literally nobody else. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. <laughs> I don't do the Reddit, but I'll make a Reddit and I'll be like, "What happens to Dana Rivera?" 
the Reddit. That's how we know you don't use Reddit. But I, I do know that we don't like Reddit, especially because they were horrible to our queen, Allie Lasher. So pro Allie Lasher space. If you don't like Allie Lasher, please do not listen to the podcast. Everyone subscribe to NGOG. Get in uh, in season one before they cut off new listeners forever. Yes. Um, but anyway, so we get Jane. Oh, and so no one, no one else does any guesses with the lamp. Um, Will takes a sick shower in the kitchen because that's the only hot water and sprays Janelle. And Nicole, talk about your mans. I love, first of all, when he's in the confessional in this moment. He has a shirt that says, trust me, I'm a doctor. And I just love that. Like, these shirts with the little, little phrases on them, I just think that's so, like, mid-2000s. And him wearing it, I'm like, oh, he can make a t-shirt sexy. Then cut to the clip of him without a shirt, in the kitchen sink, splashing himself, calling himself daddy. I needed to, you know, um, turn on the central air in that moment. Yeah, he's like, we can use this like a bidet. And I'm like, Enzo is shaking. You yeah. don't need that imagery. In the kitchen sink, of course. Like, yeah. yeah but the, Jacob, the health codes, the health codes being violated there alone are just like enormous. But yeah, uh, you don't have to call me Big Daddy if you want to get naughty. <laughs> Lydia! Oh my gosh, where was Danielle to be like, wash your nasty hands? <laughs> still rings true especially now yeah but she was probably sleeping like i feel like that was just them up right i think they were all in the backyard that might have been it but imagine sam bledsoe being like the oh mess. my god i don't like this game the amount of water on the floor would drive sam up the wall she was her robot outfit would short circuit Oh, no. Yeah, but anyways, next we get James and Boogie pushing for Danielle and Marcellus to go up instead of Erica. And then we got our food comp, the Big Brother Bakery. They each have, they all have one hour to create seven slop dishes, and they have to get slop in all of them, and then they'll have three judges. If they get a score of 10, they get food for that day. If they get less, then they don't. And if they get their special dish, the Sunday one, to pass, they'll get in all the fixins barbecue i noted that i was yeah. like did they they did they they did yeah did they they did i mean janelle wants to be on survivor and she's the one who said it so <laughs> do you think she like do you think it was in the reading or do you think she added that because she's a big survivor fan i think that was in the reading yeah because like in 2005 i'm not sure that was like the joke yet right yeah that's like, fair yeah Oh, fun fact. Erica cast Aris on Panama. Like, I didn't know that. And it was like right before All-Stars. Like she went into All-Star House. So like Panama was the last season they saw. So I've seen nice. clips of Janelle being like Stephanie was robbed on Survivor. So during the All-Star season. But anyways, so yeah. So they made, I didn't write down all the dishes, but did any dish stand out to you besides the slop, slopfuls? I thought the slop cakes looked pretty good. They said that they tasted bad or something. The cupcakes? No, no, the like, uh, like the like tamale cakes that were like the things oh, the that one that Danielle, Danielle made. Yeah, yeah, they they looked pretty good. I mean, I know that you know they said they tasted gross, but I actually like I wouldn't mind trying those. Nicole, any standouts for you? I was just happy that Marvin was there. 
these these lovely dishes. The slop crisp I guess was kind of good. It was like a, a little apple moment. Um, I love yeah. presenting the waffles. They're like, there's no slop in this. This is too good. They're like, it's in the batter. It's in the batter. Yeah. Also, uh, oh, I love the slop tuccini Alfredo. I would have eaten that, and then apparently there was barely any slop in there. So they were like, um, okay. But, but are they eating food on that day of the week? Absolutely. Yeah, they got more they than are. Yep. Um, I also, I love in the comp how excited Dr. Will was. I mean, the whole time he was like ex- so uh, excited, like running around trying to get people involved. And then when uh, people didn't like his cupcakes, he seemed genuinely hurt. But it was only because Nicole didn't like it. Yeah. I think yeah. this is the most he's cared about Big Brother All-Stars, like anything in the game was this competition. Well, now he can't go home. He goes to the sequester house. So he's like, oh, well, now I got to have fun. <laughs> like mm, Just like Tyler. <laughs> um, but... June from Big Brother 4, Marvin from Big Brother 5, and Nicole from Big Brother 2 are the celebrity guest judges. Do we know? I didn't look at the individual scores. Do we know who the harshest judge was? I think it was June, probably. I mean, given the fact that June was like the good cook out of the three of them, June yeah. probably was the most harsh. But Do the they have to make part, vegetarian dishes because Nicole's a vegetarian? I'm not sure, but she did think that the slop thing with the vegetables was gross. So Yeah um yeah i don't think yeah i don't think anything had meat in it but they also totally glossed over the scores so i have no clue who was like a harsh grader nicole did you know that jacob's a vegetarian i did not know that fun fact have you been a lifelong vegetarian nope Uh, a few years though um i started because my sister has been like much longer than i have yeah i found that out on the avatar podcast when they were talking about how ang's a vegetarian i'm like yo the, yeah. I did not know that. I feel like a bad friend. I don't know. If I invited you to dinner and made something that it wasn't vegetarian, I feel like Jacob would end our friendship. Uh, no, I just like uh, I just wouldn't eat it. I'd just sit there and you know be polite. I yeah, I feel like vegetarians always get a bad rap because they like talk about it too much. No, I think it's the so, vegans that you're thinking of. Okay, well I'm mostly vegan. I I I don't really like talk about it. I just like kind of let it go. Oh no, but Jacob not can never get a bad that. rap. Except when he has bad avatar takes. Okay. That's fair. That I can't that's think fair. of any right now. So it's. They don't exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the slop. I, I enjoyed this comp and I like the blast from the past of it all. Um, imagine in Big Brother 5 if the Marvin Diane showmance actually was a thing. Nicole and I would be insufferable. Jacob would just rage, rage quit. <laughs> but yep. also we stand. We shipped Diane and Drew. During Big Brother 5, obviously, not after the fact. Um, but yeah, so we get Nicole and Will. I just enjoy seeing them on screen together. Um, but Monday is a 10, Tuesday is 11, Wednesday is an 8. They're not, they have slopped that day. Thursday is 11, Friday is 10, Saturday is 11, and Sunday is a perfect 15. And then next we got a segment in the HOH room. And I got to ask Nicole, the blue room, why didn't they put it back pink? I mean, I didn't even blink an eye at the fact that the room changed because I didn't really make a big deal out of it. But now that you're saying it, I'm upset. Honestly, this might have been my favorite HOH room yet. I think I'm James is second. Drawn James is... It. I like the blue. It's like kind of like ocean theme, like I was talking about. Like in the... Yeah. they paint, I, I didn't notice it before. They actually paint the walls. Or like they change... Uh, if it's like some sort of like... Um, what's those things in college dorms? The pin board? If it's like that, they get a different color one. I don't know. Wow. So it's yeah. not a real house is what you're telling me. <laughs> Nicolette 
goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when Nell and Howie strategize and they're like, let's keep Danny. And Will tries to drop Danny as a power holder. I don't even know what was happening in this. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, I think Danielle's guess was pretty good for the do not assume for the coup d'etat. And Janelle's like, hmm, that's interesting, but I'm still going to go for her and gun for her. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of tennis strategy to talk about. Is there any overarching strategy thoughts about this part of the nominations with the prenoms? The one interesting thing the one interesting thing that I think here is that we have like the guess for the coup d'etat coming in a bit. So like the fact that the guess is good, like makes you more scared to put them up. I think it actually should go the other way. Like there are going to be two other clues. You'll be able to tell by uh, the veto whether or not Danielle's guess is actually a good guess. So I think that it would be like most prudent to not put someone up who hadn't guessed yet, just because like they could get a really obvious clue for the second one. And then like, get the coup d'etat so you wouldn't want to put someone up because then like they are going to be coming for you and like take out an ally of yours do you think erica and danielle compared answers just thinking about the coup d'etat like what's the point of erica going in and saying the exact same thing yeah i i think danielle probably just didn't say anything too fast because like that would be idiotic yeah it was probably like a moment earlier in big brother 22 when jace uh janelle and caser both rang in to do that one competition yeah there wasn't enough time to, you know, collaborate on the strategy because there were too many unknown variables. That still hurts me. If one of them saved their pass, maybe they're still in. Who knows? But anyways, uh, yeah, so we get this glam rock video where Danielle's like, the worst part is they're all sober. Uh, Nicole, would you wear your heels in a glam rock video? I just don't like the combination of the wetness and the heels. I feel like I'd be slipping and sliding around like a baby deer. Bambi realness. Yeah, Bambi on ice. That's my that's my new aesthetic. Jacob, what do you think of the glam rock? Uh, it was like pretty fun. I think that it was funny to see like Danielle also getting in on it and like being a groupie, flashing them. She like lifts her shirt up, which I yeah. thought was funny. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fine. Like uh, you know, they're all like yeah. attractive people. Yeah, like. Did this need to make the shout? No, but it was fun. Um, James and Janelle chat. Howie comes in. He brings the bagels. um, And they just chat. And yeah, there's nothing really like, like I said, the strategy in this episode is not that. Like Erica and Marcellus is, I guess, the biggest draw. And then I think like in the second episode, it's a lot more strategy focused. But nomination times, Janelle pulls James's key. Then Howie's safe. Marcellus, George, Will, Mike, the noms are Danielle and erica and then janelle says that she despises erica's game and danielle oh and then erica says in the in the diary room i'm just a simple girl from a small town named chill and in the moment people were like the casuals probably like what because here i think we got our first and maybe only ever post-credit scene from big brother where yeah they it's like Wow, the Infinity War could never. Um, Boogie and Erica, they're like kissing in the dark. And it's like, wow, okay, that's a tease. And I had forgotten about this. So I was like, you know, ready to skip to the next episode, you know, do the whole thing. And then I like cut to and I was like, oh, yeah, they did do this. Like, uh, yeah, kind of a yeah. kind of a big moment. They should do more teases like this for the next episode on Sunday They really night. should. It makes it fun. Yeah. Nicole, how I worried love- were you? 
Oh, no, I just love that Janelle was like, I'm not going to be mean. And then she's like, I despise you, Erica. Like, she's really the CEO. And she's like, Marcellus, I was ta- you were talking shit about me all season, all week last week, the HRH room. Yeah, this was like a really messy, like, part five of the episode. Yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed the post credit scene. Like, I'm still shaking that they did that. They need to do more of that. Um, but, yeah, we move on to the veto episode. And we get Janelle with the big anti-floater energy. And James is not shocked by Janelle nominating two women. <laughs> he says that. But, um, yeah, so Erica, Danielle, and Marcella feel targeted in the Red Room Alliance. And is there anything here that you want to hit on or do you want to just keep flying by? I don't really see anything here. It was yeah. just like a moment of people being like, womp, womp, we're in trouble. Exactly. But then Will tells Danielle in the spider room that the boys will throw the POV to her. And yeah, so this is our first hint of the POV drama that's going to circulate through this episode. Um, and I think it's a smart strategy. Like, obviously, James doesn't want to show his cards, but then he sucks at throwing this comp. So he shows his cards anyways. But yeah, so um, Save Danielle, Operation Save Danielle is in motion. And yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense why they, they want to save her. I mean, like, you know, they can keep all of them safe because Jen, Janelle's not going to come after James. She's obviously not going to turn on Chilltown. So really, all they have to do is keep Danielle safe and their secret alliance can, you know, truck on forward to the next week. And then, uh, yeah, like this seems like a pretty easy plan to execute. They even get a really good veto to execute this plan on. So I think it'll be interesting to talk about how they fell apart. Exactly. Yeah. No. And honestly, I love this veto comp. I wish they did something like this more often. Like, I know they did it in Big Brother Canada 4 or something similar, but it was um i like this they just need a few adjustments i think um but and then boogica showmance mike talks about her body in the diary room but then he's like oh but she's also smart and like ill yeah no i am not about this segment at all boogie's gross he fake proposes to erica and in like he he in the diary room it's like so mixed signal the way they edit it but like we know that he's we'll see at the finale that he's very disrespectful towards erica and he's like, oh, oh, and then this is later in the episode, but he's like, if she gives it up, then I'm going to vote her out. I'm like, ew. Oh, yeah, it just makes me feel gross to see Mike Boogie in most capacities, but specifically in this capacity. No bueno. Yeah, uh, we're just going to go on by. Marcellus and Janelle hash it out. And is this where Marcellus kind of like stands up and does his like Amy shtick where he's like, very melodramatic he yells and he's like no but you did this you like i was like getting amy flashbacks yeah and it doesn't make oh go on this with the sleep mask that's what's sending me (laughs) but he's doing it like in his little robe yeah it's like he's about to go to bed he might as well be wearing one of those like pajama hats (laughs) like piglet (laughs) (laughs) have you ever worn one of those pajama hats nicole I don't think anybody has ever worn a pajama hat. I feel like Uncle Keefe could rock a pajama hat. I was I'm, thinking that I should get one. I mean, Nicole you and Uncle Keefe can get matching ones. Done. His Hanukkah present, you can be like, Uncle Keefe, I made this for you as your biggest stand. 
fresh knit everything with the with the sewing from the sheep. Oh, perfect! School of lies. School of lies. But yeah. So Jacob had thoughts on the Marcellus scene. Yeah, like uh, I've never had someone yell at me. I'm so loyal to you. Like if you actually do are with someone and like you trust them, I don't think you would yell. I think Marcellus yelling and saying, I only have one deal and it's this one right here that I made. Like it's an obvious tell. I feel like there's like a middle ground where like you're emphatic and your energy is high, but you're not like over the top where it's like, even if you're lying, that's the way to be convincing because I feel like if you're being accused of something, you get defensive, but you don't get like over the top like Marcellus did. Yeah, I, I think like he went too far into anger. And as soon yeah. as you get into anger, like I just, I don't trust him. Exactly. But anyways, we've got our next clue, a needle on a thread. And Boogie says to Will while they're thinking it out, you reap what you sow. And he, I have to assume he went into the diary room soon after Howie because in the episode he was shown as doing clue two, a clue two guess. Um, but Howie says wolf in sheep's clothing from Janelle. She encourages him. And then Janelle's like, Tell everyone that you said spool of lies. <laughs> and Nicole, let's get your thoughts. I commonly um, utilize my spool of lies when I'm trying to, you know, get out of, you know, responsibilities. I'm going to be running late. I used one of those lies on my spool. Who's, who, what's a spool of lies? I don't know what they were trying to achieve here, but Janelle is just like... Janelle was just having fun and be like, "How you're already stupid. Let me just make you look stupid. Yeah, no, and them working together, like, truly just, like, the delusion is... But Howie literally does whatever she says in these scenes. Like, she's like, go guess this, Howie, because I want to save my guess. Go go say that you said spool of lies. And Danielle is like, Howie, if you're going to say spool of lies, at least learn how to lie. <laughs> See, I actually feel like I've heard this expression before. Like Because yes, of Big Brother has... 7. No, no, I feel like I've heard this. Like, I feel like my grandparents or something have told me, like, spool of lies. Like... I know that it's like Web you know, of iconic. Lies? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I really Google feel like it. I've Google heard it. it before. Google I did. It. And all I saw is like people saying, like, oh, BB7, BB7. There is one Reddit post and it says, Am I crazy to think I've heard this expression before BB7? Five upvotes. So me and five people posted. Go upvote it right ago. now. Okay. Now it's got oh. 12 upvotes my bad 12 upvotes 12 people agree that they've heard spool of lies before but yeah terrible jacob's guess. just saying that he has six reddit accounts that just bumped up the numbers <laughs> yep yep at me if you need something uh if you need a little extra reddit karma uh no but like i think here um that you karma. could just karma that's like what's uh, on is that on reddit <laughs> i don't use reddit it scares me oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes that is what you get you get karma um anyway so yeah i think like you could just mix up the wolves and sheep clothing and that would be way more believable like he should have said like sheep uh like uh you know a sheep and wolves clothing or something like that and then everyone been like how you did it wrong and he's like what? like janelle you sow what you reap yeah 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 exactly but anyways yeah i i, I love like when they put clues in the backyard i know they do it in big brother 10 Mm-hmm. They've done it a few other times. Like, I love, I think I'm the brother four when June went to New York. They were like, guess where she is? That's the POV comp. Just like the fact that they flew this woman out to New York, like, they would never, like, obviously, Corona times, but they, they would never do that nowadays. Yeah. Like, but yeah. But, anyways. Then, oh, go uh, ahead. 
where was the like they get to go to the national gymnastics in uh bb14 right they go like yeah. see like that was pretty cool they got to meet the was like, that in texas though? team i think that was in oh. la though yeah i think i think it was in la i just like that's yeah. pretty cool they got to like meet all of those people that were like on yeah. the team they always miss like they missed the olympics that year um so that was pretty cool they were probably like meeting all these people that they didn't know because they don't watch the olympics but true um and then also in season 16 um i believe nicole no not nicole christine frankie and trash bag went to the football compound for some team right after oh, frankie yeah, won yeah, the yeah. And how are we forgetting about Vanessa and Liz and their little Ariana Grande, <laughs> Frankie Grande's sister? Oh my god, Black Vanessa Dance. on Big Brother Twenty Two would have been like obviously she has three little babies, but we were, we were starved. She would not be. She would not be this boring. Um, we were really fed in season one of All Stars in a way that we've never been fed since. Um, actually, no, BB Cam Five fed us pretty well. But anyways, we get the. Legion of Doom, they do their POV strategy after the POV picks. Janelle can't play, but she picks Will. Erica gets House Guest Choice. She picks Marcellus. Danielle picks James. And then Nicole from BB2 is back. She's hosting Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Veto with some special guests from The Blast. Um, the first round is something they've never done on Big Brother, I don't think. The sushi eating, like, I don't think that was involved in Big Brother 6. Um, I think that was the only one. Um, but she, she has to eat 15 pieces of sushi. I think they were California rolls. I could see that accurately. But, and she eats them in five minutes and four seconds. And Will says he can do it in two minutes, 56 seconds. And sushi is Will's favorite food. So I trusted him. It, it seems easy to do it faster than five minutes. Like, I don't yeah. know. How fast do you think you could do it? Like, two minutes, 30 minutes, seconds like, seems doable. It's just like, I feel like without... I feel like the thing is you should put two in your mouth and then like water it. That's mm -hmm. I think the strategy, but Nicole, what kind of sushi would you want to eat 15 of for a competition? Something really basic, like shrimp avocado, something that is really just like, it goes down quick. It doesn't really taste too fishy. It doesn't mess with my stomach, but yeah. at the same time, like my body dysmorphia said, no, we're not having 15 pieces of sushi today. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, are you a sushi person? Uh, that's actually like the one food that I miss. Uh, they don't do that. They don't have really good vegetarian sushi or vegan sushi. So I mean, a California roll. It's got crab, but yeah. Oh, you could get uh, you could get like uh, another kind of California roll. There's like some veggie rolls. They're trash. Uh, yeah. I do like sushi though. Like if I was on the show back in uh, when I was like eating this meat, I would back say back when you were like meat. seven. Yeah, exactly. Give me two minutes. I'll scarf him down. I could beat Will's yeah. time when I was seven easily. But yeah, no, sushi is also my favorite food. And that's something that I've really missed in the pandemic. <laughs> the, like, what kind of roll would you want, Felipe? To eat Ooh, like, okay, ideally for this competition, it would be like those tiny, tiny salmon rolls, like the small ones. But obviously mm. if it's like a bigger one, just like a Philadelphia roll, my jam. Ooh, all that cream cheese. That would fill you up. True, but then, I don't know. I, if, I, if I'm in the Big Brother house, I haven't eaten sushi in weeks. I'm just going to enjoy what fair. I can get. That's fair. That's fair. My social game will be so on point, I don't need the veto. Oh, Ooh. 
But uh, anyways, next we get, um, oh, and Will eliminates Marcellus. And Marcellus is like, I just want to play in these comps. Mike and Will are always throwing me under the train. They are gayer than I am with each other. Yeah, that made no sense. I did not, like, funny line, but that came out of nowhere. Because, like, it's not even that uh, Boogie's playing in this comp. But, like, at the same time, I feel like maybe that was taken from something later. Because there's a scene with Will, Mike, and Marcellus. And, like... He's like, Chilton's been after me since day one. So maybe that was taken yeah. from that. But it could have been a Frankenbite where they took the first part. Um, but yeah, that was, I love Marcellus in the diary room. That will be missed. Like he's just so extra and melodramatic is the word I always yeah. go back to. Uh, then we get uh, Scott from Big Brother 5 um, in the Flaringo competition that he won in season five. Um, the first person to get 10 points in the fastest time wins. And so he does it in one minute 58 and James says he can do it one forty, and James wins and eliminates Erica and Janelle is starting to get pissed. Yeah. We hear how he say ultimate betrayal, Nicole Franzel in the house already. Wow. I was just, for whatever reason, I just thought is Howie the first stage and then Nicole Franzel is the next evolution. Yeah, exactly. Like imagining uh, them as Pokemon. <laughs> Oh God, that would be a terrifying evolution. You you uh, see Howie go in, and you see Nicole Franzel come out. Like, where did the rest of it go? Nicole, what are you thinking of James's move? And like, this is probably more of the reason that they're pissed. Like, you could have taken Danielle out. I feel like obviously they threw it, but like that has to be like an additional slight against Janelle. Yeah, James is so dumb. Like, doesn't he not remember promising? Janelle that he was going to keep uh, Danielle off uh, kick her out as soon as possible and then he goes back and tries to backtrack on it after throwing yeah. the terribly just James had so many opportunities to you know rectify these wrongs and somehow he still gets away with it. We gave him props for his um, acting last week but no this week it was not it chief yeah, See, David, I actually I felt like he had a good excuse he could just say like oh like Erica was like had low numbers. She was like actually gonna try to win. Danielle like is an easy person to beat. Like she's never gonna get something. So like I want to take Erica out so I could win. Like that seems like you could easily say that. I don't yeah, know. You definitely could. Um, I don't know. It's just I feel like either way, Janelle wasn't buying it though at the same time. Um so then next Jack from Big Brother Four does the spin chair. Erica is hype um to see him and then 37 seconds and then james says he can do it in 20 and like okay this one is where his acting could have been so much better like he didn't even try to stumble he was just like smoothly walking and like pretending that he, and like taking a long time with the glass but i don't know i just feel like he could have stumbled and fell and like if he was willing to eat it on the grass yeah for yep. for an oscar the, the move here is you put like 15 seconds, you put something super low and then you jump out of the chair and fall over. Yeah. Like that's the move. And then like you get really close, but you barely miss it. Like at least try to wobble a little bit. Like he, he was very calm. I like Jack saying like, I'm going to sit here for a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I did enjoy seeing Jack. Um, and then he is eliminated and Hardy from Big Brother 2 is bull riding and he does, he hangs on for 59 seconds and then Will says he can do it for three minutes and just like he's a child and he's like, yeah, so he falls off and 
Do you think they should have let him continue when he like kind of was hanging off? I feel like I saw his foot touch the thing, but I'm not positive. Was he really? Uh, gonna he was get... close enough. Yeah, he, he was. He gonna get all the way? Just like let no. him compete. That's fair. Um, but Danielle wins the power of veto, and Chilltown and Danielle wonder if James will go up when they're having their little powwow, and they're like, "No, they can't risk losing him. They already lost Kaser. They need him. So, no matter what, he's safe, even if they're pissed." Um, but yeah, and Howie and Janelle call out James in the HOH, and Janelle is like, "What if I put up Chilltown to evict Erica?" And James is like, "Well, Chilltown, I don't even know what I was writing. I just stopped. I just said, oh, James tells Chilltown. That's what it is. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, what do you think of um, this chat in the HOH room? James Nicole. is like the floater of the century. Like he's actively floating." The way those clips went back to back from him talking to Janelle to him talking to Chilltown, it was so jarring. I thought I had missed something where it was just one scene and then direct cut to another scene. No confessional to break it up. It felt like jarring in a way. Like he's at the bottom of two different alliances. How is he going to manage that? I mean, win his way out. A good luck. That yeah. to- no. True. I mean, he hasn't been harmed yet, though. Uh, Jacob, what do you think of this whole chicanery of James floating back and forth? Yeah, I think that if James does a better job pitting the two sides against each other, then he would be able to, you know, do pretty well. So I think if he can lie, like even decently, so like just average lie, and then pit the two sides against each other instead of have the two sides work together, then he could get somewhere. But instead, like Will is able to capitalize on James acting sketchy and make James look sketch instead of the other way around. So Will just like outmaneuvers James entirely. And he outmaneuvers Marcellus and Janelle here. He Chilltown is like, so Will specifically when they have their meeting upstairs, he's like, well, James is super sketchy. And like, what if you put up James? Like knowing that she won't, but like also deflecting the target and like pitting the sides against each other. Mm-hmm. More like pitting them against each other and being like, oh, we're in your corner. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought Will was really great here. We'll get to him more later. But Will, honestly, like he, this is like why I believe he's the best. Uh, stuff like this. And honestly, I think convincing Janelle to do this is much harder than convincing, like convincing Janelle to put up her best ally and evicting him afterwards, or one of her best allies, mm-hmm. is much more impressive than dan convincing frank to take out britney britney's a great threat though but like i think convincing janelle is more impressive than convincing frank and jen city well i i personally disagree because like it was dan's like life up on the game without that move and will was not going to be in trouble so like it was even more impressive from dan's position to do this from Will's position, like, Will was able to, like, set the week up ahead. Like, Dan had worst-case scenario happen. Okay. We'll save this all for when Will gets evicted, then we'll chat. Um, because I have my very strong opinion. Um, see, Will wasn't just getting through round to round. He was like, oh, let me see if I can do this for fun, and he pulled it off. I yeah. think this is cool. He's like, let me add a little bit of spice. A little bit of he's making a meal and he's just spicing it up. Um, but yeah, so then we get Linnell and Erica are like, they're in the hot tub, they're flirting and 
then they're like Mike Boogie, let's uh, let's go take a shower. And so Operation Double Date is in action, and Howie they kick Howie out of the room. <laughs> I thought that was so creepy. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is where Boogie's like, Erica's gonna give it up, and then I'm gonna vote her out. So disgusting, that was gross. disgusting, disgusting. Uh-oh. Get Operation Orgy off my television. Yeah, but that was they showed the shower scene. Was that Nicole? I mean, uh, I wasn't really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I did not like this segment. Jake, what did you think of it? I, I did not like this. We have Howie being super creepy, standing outside, just waiting to hear something. Like, what do you hope to hear? Like, you hope to hear a shower? Like, that's going to get you off? Disgusting. And then, uh, yeah, we have the people like, you know, do your own thing. Like, if you want to have fun and get naked in the shower, go have fun. And Janelle's like, and then I don't want to watch. His pants off, and I think Erica looked, but I definitely didn't. Yeah, nasty. Don't need to hear that. Poor Will's girlfriend. I dump him on the spot right here. Like, if this is what they're showing on TV, like, I'm horrified to know what actually happened. You think he talked to her beforehand or no? I mean, showering with somebody seems pretty intimate. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but. I mean, they're going strong now, so it all worked out in oh, the end. Same girlfriend? Yeah. Wow. Good the girl from America's Next Top Model, I think. Oh, sh- good for Aaron. Um, yeah. Love that. But yeah, so then in the next scene, Janelle tells Marcellus that she won't put him up. And Marcellus is like, if I go up, I'm going home. And she's like, no, I don't think so, Marcellus. And she's like, do you want me to keep you off? And he's like, yeah. And then so she says that then. Janelle immediately talks to Will in the storage room, who's like, no, you have to put up Marcella. So just like this was obviously a longer conversation, but just like the immediate, like something happens, Janelle's changed her mind, and then Will is already able to fix it. So Marcella, yeah. why aren't you like throwing somebody else? Marcella just needs to follow her that afternoon and she won't do it. Honestly, like do the Erica strategy of just like never letting anyone have breathing room so that you get the last word in. That's that's a good yeah. strategy because I think Will says earlier, like whoever talks to Janelle last gets their way. So just stand there. Yeah, just follow her around. But in the end, Danielle vetoes herself. Janelle nominates Marcellus and it's Marcellus versus Erica on eviction night. And so, okay, we can talk about the strategy. Janelle putting up Marcellus was such a bad move for her, I think. Like, she recovers with her comp win, but she obviously, like, he's a number for her. And even though he's not, like, the best ally, he says to Julie Chen, like, he would never, like, he's, like, too loyal. Like, he's melodramatic and, like, like that. But he, I don't think, Marcellus was not going to put Janelle up. He was going to have someone else do it. That's the shadiest thing of all. But, like, I feel like for Janelle, she needs as many allies as she can get. And Howie's on his way out the door next week, so. And James is already gone, so she just needs to, like, she can't, like, sacrifice her own ally for Chicken George or for even Boogie. Like, I know she wants Erica out, but, like, one of these people have to go. You can't, like, trust. You obviously can't put up James. You can't put up Will here. But you you shouldn't sacrifice Marcellus. What was the worst move, Danny putting up Ian or Janelle putting up Marcellus? Janelle putting up Marcellus. I agree. I think Danny can still recover. I think, honestly. Yeah, if she wins out, I actually, I actually disagree. I think that uh, Dan- Danny putting up Ian is like a terrible move because she already made Tyler okay, mad. Well, uh, back, 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 back up. Last week you were like, Danny's best move is put- getting Ian out. Yeah, but that's before she takes a shot at Tyler. She took the shot. No, at no, 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 no. This is on Sunday night. You said 
she already ha- Tyler was already on the block. You were like, Davon had won the veto. You you can listen to the podcast. It's live on air. It's recorded. It's Wait, this is last Sunday. Yeah. Huh. Then then I was wrong. I was okay. wrong. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I'm never wrong. No, I am. Oh, okay. I am. I am wrong. But I'm never wrong about Diane Henry. Oh my gosh. All right. That's one of your mentions. Yes. You made it through like uh, you know, two episodes of Big Brother without mentioning her once. Oh, I have her in this she's in this next episode, so I have to say I'll point her out. Oh good. Yeah. Um, it's like did, no, you didn't watch the challenge, Nicole, until this season. Did you ever watch the challenge until recently, Jacob? Uh no, not not really. I only watch it when it's good and it's not that often good. <laughs> Facts. Um, but there was a season where Allie and Brian did the Mitch watch, and I feel like I'm doing Diane watch now. Like anytime I see Diane, Diane. Um but anyway, so yeah, so I, I disagree. I think that Danny is not completely out of runway. Janelle is basically out of runway at this point. Like she has Howie and James, but like at the same time, like she gets because Chicken George does whatever he does with his nominations, then she just has to win out. She wins final seven, final six, final five, final four, right? But she has Howie and James. She also has this like thing with Will and she's a massive target. And so like Will needs her to stay in the house at least a little bit longer. Like I think that Janelle is safe against most people on the block because Chilltown would vote to keep her just to have that pair uh, or like that big threat in the house so that people don't come after her. Yeah, that's fair. And we're coming to the point where having a solid pair means a lot. There's I, I also do think this is a little bit hindsight, though, because I think there's many universes where Janelle's, like, gone within the next three episodes. No, Which, I agree. I just think Danny is going to be gone faster. Maybe. I, I think I trust Danny to win a few vetoes. Like, when she really, when her back's against the wall, that's, I think, when she performs best. Yeah, that's fair. I just I think Danny is going out in the next three evictions, and I think Janelle probably had about the same amount of runway. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways, um, we get to our eviction episode. Um, we have the POV fallout, and Marcella says the pages of Big Brother history are littered with corpses of people who thought they were safe, and that's facts. That's straight up facts. Um, case in point, Ian, or like to a certain point. Um, yeah. Then. Danny has a promise with Marcella. Danielle, I need to specify because now we were talking about Danny Briones. Um, Danielle has a promise with Marcella and a friendship with Erica. So she's very torn. And honestly, like the through line of this episode is Danielle and Marcella, I think, their, their relationship. And I want to get to it with the Julie Chen interview, but I really, really enjoy that. Um, Legion of Doom meets. They're like, we're evicting Marcella. And then. At one point, Will says that he and Boogie are the Beatles, basically. He's Paul and Boogie's John, but Erica is Yoko. Um, but the real question is, is Boogie... Oh, fudge. I forget where you classified them. I was going to say, is Boogie an earthbender? And No, is Boogie a firebender and firebender. Will of earthbender? I think that's where you landed on. Uh, yeah, I think Boogie's probably... No, I think Boogie's an airbender. No, I think Will's an airbender. I think Boogie is a... I, no, I think they're both airbenders. Oh, no, because they're, they're too aggressive. I think Boogie's a little more aggressive. Yeah. Maybe Boogie... Will I'll, is I'll definitely airbender. Yeah. Oh, no, Legion Will, of Will Doom. Is... Legion of Doom. We'll do that. Well, no. Our postseason podcast will be yes, breaking down the benders. Um, but yeah. 
So Marcellus tells George that Erica targeted him in the first HOH competition, which was kind of like a crap shoot anyways, but um, and then the fourth HOH. Um, this is good like memory. In, yeah, that's like a great like Marcellus yeah. is good here. Um, like way to weaponize like I think Marcellus, random stuff. Yeah, I think Marcellus did the best he could in a mm-hmm. bad situation. Nicole, what do you, would you agree with that? I do think he did. I completely overlooked that point. I was thinking that um, Marcellus really um, didn't do much to get himself out of this hole, but in hindsight, he was really, you know, th- throwing, things at the, throwing things at the wall and seeing what stuck. So I respect that. He knew he was on his way out the door, and like he tried to get Janelle to not put him up. And at the end of the day, Will's power was like Marcellus love Marcellus, but he's not one of the titans of the game like Will is. So Will's always mm-hmm. going to get his way but um and but this is a great pitch to george and george is like the kind of person that would like do something like this like who would like vote someone out just because of this obviously um but this is right after he tells erica that she's good though so chicken george him waffling and pancaking back and forth um then janelle tells marcellus that she'll tell me to deal with her. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go confront them. And then they're like, okay, we'll get back to you. Have a conversation soon. But then they, we never see this conversation. So the editing was a little wonky. Um, yeah. Any thoughts about Marcellus's pitch other than what we already discussed? Or do you want to get to the segments? Let's get to some segments. Let's do it. So it's prom night. Okay. I want to hear everyone's favorite prom outfit and look here. Um, both in the in the little photos that they had and also in the outfits themselves i think erica's glow up was just so iconic she looked okay i women support women she wasn't looking very cute in that high school picture and then look at her just side by side like wow erica is so pretty oh i think she like looked like adorable like kind of like high schooler Mm -hmm. but no? I probably no. would have believed her. I didn't look closely enough at her she, photo because it kind of scrolled quickly on some people. She did not grow into like herself until later. She looks fantastic now, but you could tell she was an awkward high school kid. Yeah. Um I was I think I was still focused on like the fact that Will looks the same. He looks the same age also. Yeah. He has like facial hair in his prom photo. Or like yeah. stuff. I thought uh, uh, Chicken George was sweet. He looked, he looked like so, Elton John. Like, yeah my king elton john um but do you have any fun prom stories Mm, i'm trying to think i don't really have any fun prom stories i was invited to prom as a freshman um through like another friend but then senior i yeah wow who went to a different school but then i didn't bring my school id so we couldn't go so I literally got she couldn't all go. dressed up. She, she could go still, right? She could have gone. Yeah, she, just, she decided not to. She like, we instead like went to a movie and then uh, like, just like hung out. Wow. Nicole with, with the, with the outfit change. I got cold. I put a sweatshirt on, but I also <laughs> went to, I got invited to prom as a freshman. So this is a fun fact about me. I was such a loser in high school, but I managed to go to five proms. Wow. Nice. I, just went, I went to, to one prom, prom, but we only had one prom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, I didn't get laid after any of them. So. <laughs> I mean, I would hope not as a freshman. Hey, I had a boyfriend. I would hope not. Aren't the legalities? Uh, yeah, we can. 
whatever um they were not particularly fun because i wasn't really doing drugs or drinking in high school and i feel like the only people that had a lot of fun at prom were like blackout i enjoyed my prom oh go on oh i just uh, we only had senior prom and i enjoyed my senior prom i invited a junior yeah um and the one thing i will say is that she and some other guy kept like going off and like hanging out with each other and like we were on the top floor of this hotel um and yeah she just like kept leaving and i was like but why don't you know this man is not he's just like he's very boogie-esque gross yeah but also i feel like it's kind of rude if you're like going off with someone else's prom date if you're not even like you're there because someone invited you because you're underage or not underage you're a different grade you're not the person who gets a free or a ticket already yeah but yeah anyways jacob your story i had a blast at my senior prom i have these two friends from high school and like we had you know wholesome fun didn't do any of the drugs or alcohol and still like killed it so yeah great memories that was like honestly such a fun night i still have fun at prom i will say that like don't get me wrong that like it was a little weird and I was just like, okay, that's happening. But I still had a ton of fun with my friends. Oops, excuse me. With my friends. And also we had a band, which I enjoy more than a DJ. I feel like I'm kind of like a cover music person. Like I love a cover band. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Grinding at my prom that we could never have had a band, you know? Yeah. Like, teenagers be grinding on each other. You can't be grinding to like come on Eileen and like play it on. <laughs> A guitar with a vocal. I mean, you can. You just yeah. you just haven't tried it yet. You're not you're not trying hard enough, Nicole. God, if only eighteen year old me knew that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I want an adult prom at some point, though. Like I want to go to one of those. To be honest, I looked better during the sequester prom, and I wasn't even playing in sequester prom. I was just watching Whoa. my friends. I looked better for that than for any of the proms that I went to. It's just wild. Um, it's the Erica. It's the Erica effect. James looks the same also, though. James looked the same. He was just, like, more baby-faced. I like that he, like, did the little... I think I mentioned this already, the hair thing, where, like, he, like, parted it. Like Very 80s. I love it. Yeah. Mike Boogie wearing the beret. Marcellus dressed up. I feel bad that he got... At least he got to be evicted in a memorable outfit. Um, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, so we got prom night. Um Julie asks Howie about April's return, and James motions to him, keep it short, keep it short, because he's rambling. That's how he does. Um, and Howie, and then Howie's like, I don't know, we're friends now. I miss pepperoni. And Julie's like, stop with the spool of lies, Howie. I'm like, Julie Chen. Chen Bot is not so robotic this season. She's I don't think she's about him. I think she's over Howie, when, especially in the diary room when he votes for Margellus, and he's like, I vote to Vic James. Yeah. I've, I love Erica's rack. I vote to Vic Margellis. And she's like, hurry up. <laughs> like, but anyways. Uh, and then Julie asked Mike Boogie about women and children first. And she called him out when he said that. You love to see it. We'd love to see. Um, and then we get this segment with. It was fine. Like, I actually <laughs> like the, it I was like still the children on segment more. Because, like, the Chill Town segment, you got to see, like, Baby Will, which was, like, so fun. And, like, you get to hear from people. Actually, I like the Will brother thing more. Because, like, yeah. you got to hear from people who, like, know Will outside the house. It, like, humanizes him a bit. 
But yeah, yeah. this segment, like, the, I like seeing the baby pictures uh, and, like, young pictures of... Jan- I think I really like Danielle's mom, like, in the way she talked about her daughter and, like... Because it was also more humanizing for Danielle. It talked about her being a teen mom again mm-hmm. and, like, how she was, like, out there, but then she, like, really matured and she's, like, really smart. And also, like, the way that they, like, talked about the women with respect. It was, like, Janelle is very smart Danielle is super calculated. She knows Janelle's a great player. And then even like in the segments, like even though there was like some shade in the segment that Diane shows up in when they're eating fortune cookies and Danielle and Janelle throw a little shade at each other. But that was uh, such a good burn that you're going to go remember. to sequester. It says the fortune cookie was like, you're going to go uh, have adventures in a far off place. And Janelle without skipping a beats like, oh, sequester. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that's where it was. I mean, they both end up there, so unfortunately. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I just enjoyed this segment a lot more. I also feel like these moms were more interesting. Like, the, not to say that Dr. Will and Boogie's moms weren't, like, fun, but, like, they were a lot more subdued, and, like, I feel like these people were more game to talk about their daughters. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we get... Uh, Anne and Rosalind, by the way, those are their names. And we stand the badass queens, Janelle and Danielle. So Janelle has her HOH chat, nothing really to talk about except for James a little bit and Marcellus. Um, and then we get clue number three, Grim Reaper. Um, and Boogie did his clue before clue three was revealed. So I think that's just something that they left off the episode for whatever reason. I didn't like that choice, but whatever. Messy editing. Yeah, um, so Janelle says you sow what you reap. Boogie says you reap what you sow. And Boogie wins the coup d'etat for the next three evictions. And the clarification is that if there's a tie, Boogie can break it. Um, and he doesn't use it. Erica gives her speech. Marcellus gives his speech. And by a six to zero vote, Marcellus is evicted. And we talked about that Howie in the diary room being like, I vote to evict James. And then Julie's like, um, and he's like, I... Well, I love Erica's rack, so I'm going to vote to evict. I don't know. I like to evict Margellus. Margellus. Like, Margellus. 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 Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know why anyone would be jealous of Howie. So yeah, it was big bye bye Denver Diva vibes. Very Not much so. I never said that, but I just remember it happened. It was Clay who was racist. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I. But, anyways, so. Uh, someone else said something and Julie was like, I think it was James. He's, he was saying something. Uh, he said Marcy and Julie was like, Marcellus? And it's like, I don't remember who said I vote to Vic Day and in season 17 and they're like, Day Bond. <laughs> yeah, that, that is so silly that they make them do that, but whatever. Yeah. But anyways, Marcellus walks out. He doesn't really hug many people. Um, he... Julie's like, is your wig protection or for you not getting slapped this season? He's like, no. And I love this interview. I, I love Marcella so much. Like he's, he asks about him being melodramatic in the diary room saying some mean things. And he's like, he corrects her on one line. He's like, I said that I would take her brazzy black roots, rip them from her head or whatever. And like, he corrects her when she didn't give the full quote. And he's like, well, I had to cut the quote for time um but yeah that was funny uh we get goodbye messages from uh george james janelle will and danielle and marcellus is like 
for years I held this burden. I hated Danielle. I hated myself. And just like for the first week to let it all go was so freeing. And I thought that was very, like, that was a cool moment to see. Danielle looked like really torn up. So she was wrecked. And even after he got evicted, she was like so upset. And I'm curious to see, I know they have to cram a lot in for this double eviction um, episode, but I'm curious to see if they touch on Marcellus's eviction here in the next episode. Um, and Danielle getting a diary room about it. But anyways, we get a double week, as Julie announces. Um, Marcellus is going to jury, and Janelle has been voted prom queen by America. And Marcellus that's like- is going to the tacky lounge in Tijuana. Yes. Don't, don't, get, don't get it twisted. I, I, I wanted to write it, but I was running out of space in my notes. So, But yeah, thank you for bringing that up. He's going to the tacky lounge in Tijuana. We love it. Um, but Janelle gets prom queen. And then for this competition, I feel like, then you realize anytime Janelle's an option, you have to vote for her. Um, that's like probably the biggest clue. But this conversation- it was, it was also, it was so stupid that they let Janelle win prom queen. Cause like, I assume prom queen got to like start one space ahead. Like why would they let someone who can't win be voted prom queen? Like she should have been able to give it to someone. This was like a useless thing. I don't know. But also I, I don't mind because it was fair. It was, at the end of the day, it was I fair. Can, I yeah. guess. No American interference here. Big Brother um, loves being fair. They love it. The chief, what was the Alison Grodner Chiefly thing? among these. Chiefly, among, Chiefly these. among these, fairness is important. Among their values is the chiefest of all of the ones among. Yeah. So this is a pretty basic competition. You just step forward every time you get it right. And at the end of eight questions, whoever's the farthest along uh, wins each way. And here we'll get a tie. But uh, most intelligent, Will or Danielle? Will is the answer. Uh, biggest whiner james or marcellus marcellus is voted i think howie voted for james though um uh well worst dressed george or howie george is the vote here george didn't vote for himself and i'm like hello like why yeah like even we don't like howie but it's george um best dressed janelle or marcellus janelle which i think i think Marcelo should have gotten that. He's a fashion stylist. For- well, they got to know. Oh, the but office. he's in his robe all the time. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, if America's voting, they're going to give Janelle anything that. Um, yeah. So you vote for Janelle. The prettiest girl at the party, you know? I think the strategy is to go for the people who are public votes. If it's something good. Um, like, I don't think you would vote for James over Marcellus here because Marcellus was not the popular vote into the house. He was a producer vote. Um, good callback. Life would be hard. Have, like, then we have in a second like Chicken George winning, uh, like most likely to get a prize, and he was producer. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Ugh, the fact that he got picked for that, I'm like, um, okay. But anyways, yeah, life dumb. at the party, Boogie or Howie, um, Howie, uh, and Boogie is incensed. Um, <laughs> most likely to be a heartbreaker, Mike or Will. Doctor Will is here. Nobel Peace Prize winner, most likely to be Erica or George. I say Erica, everyone else said George, apparently, according to America. Honestly, I would have said Danielle, <laughs> but, or Diane. Uh, biggest flirt, uh, Janelle or Howie, Janelle wins that. And then we get a tie between George and Danielle. And the question is, how many minutes did you go without hot water after the graveyard POV competition? I wrote down my guess. I wrote 1836 because I couldn't do math fast enough. Um, my... If I was going to do the math, I think I ended up doing the math afterwards and it would have been over because apparently it was over 6,000, but she didn't give a right number. My guess was uh, like, I would have guessed three days. So Yeah, like, I would have done 72 times 
24 times wait 72 72 hours oh, 72 hours yeah and, and then was, figure out 14 yeah. 14 40 hour or minutes in a day so it's no like, oh wait no it's 86 yeah. seconds in a day sorry it's like four uh 4320 minutes would have been my guess yeah my the one that i wrote down was 3600 minutes so yeah, i think so nicole would have won i think no jacob would have won what did you say Fourteen thousand. Oh, well, I no, thought Jacob 4, said uh, 4,300. Oh, 4,300. Oh, I thought he said 4, Which was greater than me, yeah. but less than the actual amount. So you would win. Yeah. They both went like 300. I'm like, that's super. Like, like, they wrote five six hours. hours. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Chicken George's guest was six hours. Like, Danielle what, went lower. Like, I think she wanted to. I think she was more. trying to write a one, but she like couldn't figure out her math fast enough. Yeah. Julie yeah. rushed her. Yeah. I think Danielle, like Chicken George wrote that fast. He was done, but. Danielle was trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, so Chicken George wins HOH. He's like, that's so cool. Um, what's that? Whatever, have your moment. Um, then he, Julie's like, you have to v- put two people on the block right now. And he puts up James and Erica. So what do we think of Chicken George's noms? There's a whole lot of like, why? I feel like Erica was supposed to be his close ally if during the floater alliance um, he just got such good inroads with her by voting to keep her safe why would he burn that bridge it doesn't make sense to me chicken george's gameplay doesn't make sense though so what can we expect like if daniel were to have won this oh she would have put up janelle and howie yeah it Mm -hmm. would have been completely a different week yeah although everyone Mm -hmm. voted for erica so maybe but at least we get out howie this week no go ahead uh, like everyone voted for Erica to stay, so it does make sense that uh, like Chicken George doesn't feel any loyalty there because like Erica fe- probably feels good with everyone. But yeah, like he he's like clearly rushed. He would have just been a puppet. So like I guess it's better to get a random HOH than like someone just puppeting him. Oh yeah, Doctor Will would have like had him do his bidding, yep. which I feel like he they end up getting out of Howie, which is fine. But like which was the us. bidding. Yeah, but yeah, so it's. It's a time, but that being said, we're done. Next week, we'll have two evictions to talk about, Whoa. Howie and James. The scandalo. The scandalousness. Um, I miss these double eviction weeks, like cramming a whole episode, but like more like segmented. Um, but yeah. Fair. Like last year, watching the double eviction in Big Brother 21, like that physically pained me. And having more time means that like the competitions they do are there's like less room for randomness. Yeah. Apparently, this week is going to be a this season's going to be a double, but it's going to be a two hour double. So I think that might be more interesting. Who knows? I would like that better. That makes, but also it's just going to be Davon or Kevin or David, whoever's left. You know, it's going to happen like that. Uh, I don't think so, right? Because, but like, there's two evictions left. Yeah, it's going to be two evictions, so the, one of them is going to be left. I don't know. I feel like no. I think worried. someone. I think that's when like people will start taking shots. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of our week. Any final thoughts on this week? Send offs to Marcellus. Yeah. No. Not I really. liked Big Brother Blast from the past week. I hope. I wish they could do something like that with this season but obviously they can't but even for bigger than 20 i feel like they could have done something for their 20th season but they didn't so it's not like they were going to do that anyways um but yeah so nicole any final thoughts no just i'm gonna miss marcellus's confessions the wig the, the eye mask um the drama 
Um, Marcellus is, yeah. I maintain that Marcellus is one of the best people they've ever cast on this show. Great narrator, and I'm glad that he, like, got some peace out of being there, because I couldn't imagine it was an easy journey for him. Yeah, and from what it seems like on Twitter, he and Danielle are still chill, which is great. He's best friends with Lisa Donahue, I do know that for a fact. Like, they had a five-hour FaceTime, apparently. They, like, tweeted, like, the screenshot of their five-hour FaceTime. Um, God, like you wish you were there. I mean, the tea that would have been spilled. Well, Lisa, your queen. Lisa is a queen. Like we stand. I I, I believe she was neighbors with Chadwick, Bozeman. Bozeman. Like, yeah, like, she. They were, like, so like she posted a lot of like heartfelt tributes to like about how they would always talk and like hang out. Like their balconies were next to each other or something. Like that's so wow. nice. I didn't know Lisa had the the stacks like that. I mean, she's a Big Brother winner. After taxes. Fair. But I think she's like a photographer, maybe a celebrity photographer. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, that being said, uh, any final thoughts? Nicole, did you punt any rats this week? Um, no weird New York experiences. I didn't um, abuse any animals this week. So that's a good, good. Uh, the weather's getting nice and cold here in the fall. I'm very excited to drink a cup of coffee with my hands and my sweater. Pumpkin spice? Yeah, some pumpkin spice with my um, knee-high boots and my big infinity scarf. It's a Christian girl. You were going to say infinity stones. I've been watching too much of them. Like, before I watched these episodes <laughs> last night, I, w- I w- watched Endgame, so. Nice. post-show recaps. Yes. Um, speaking of post-show recaps, you got to listen to Endgame there. Great episode this week, talking all about King Boomy. Um, next week, they'll be talking about imprisoned which is probably my favorite episode of the ones that we've rewatched so far i gave it a 3.9 spoiler alert uh great katara development um also i think it's great because it like sets up the world and really gives us stakes to the war in a way that i feel like we haven't really gotten in the other episodes yes we like lost sorry these aren't all my avatar thoughts we lost we saw like everyone like we saw ang's reaction to the southern air temple but i feel like this one's really the first time we get stakes to the war like that's happening we see what the effect of the war that the fire nation has started um in this episode in a way that we didn't with the king boomy episode or even with the warriors of kiyoshi um because like it's just so concentrated but this one really seems like big effects so i think this is a great episode also uh i like i forget his name but the earthbender guy haro haru haru yes he i liked him i liked his mom i liked his dad we stand that family. Yeah, I think uh, this episode's a great episode, so definitely check us out on Aang in there. Uh, it like it's for a children's show. It's a lot of serious stuff going on. And it's also very like diverse. Yeah, they're like talking about like the scale of the war. Like people are in prison. It's some serious stuff, but yeah, it's a really good episode. Had fun podcasting about it with Zach. You already did. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yep. Already done. Today. So, uh, yep. No wonder you like, need a nap. Way early. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, anyway, so check us out there on Pusher Recaps. Hang in there. Avatar, the last Airbender rewatch podcast. Yes, and then Nicole Horn, you can listen to her on Renap 100 as well as Renap Family Feud and Renap um, Pyramid. No, what was the other one? Hollywood Renap Squares. Hollywood Squares. Squares. And you Jacob on Pointless. Yeah, we are a big old family over there at Renap. So. But somehow you all still got stopped. Oh. Hey, that's uh, that's for next week when I, I'm salty for you. Like, it's I, okay. I, I, I am heartbroken for you. 
I was it's okay. You'll say- you'll be in the Brazilian Dragon Royal Rumble. Nicole can punt Howie out of the out of the ring, and then <laughs> tag team him with Tess Tyler. I think that would be the most epic episode ever. Um, should we do have- a after the season? Should we do a Hunger Games with some of these people, or is that too dark? Like, with these people are real people, not characters. Is there I'm like done. a steal for Hunger Games? Oh, absolutely. You should. You, someone clearly didn't listen to the episode of the Brazilian Dragon Games where. Uh, we had the Hunger Games with some of our fan favorites, like Tess Tyler was there, Mitchie Torres, Connie Torres. Damn, that must with have Luke, out right? Was- it was with Luke, yeah. Your fave, Luke. Nicole. Yeah, it was a good episode. What the heck? Okay, everybody, you know what? We'll do a rewatch this week. Sounds great. Um, but yeah, so Nicole, where can people follow you? Everywhere you can find me at Behind the Secret TikTok. Download TikTok now too late please oh my goodness i made everybody download tiktok but didn't have it um in my friend group today just so um, jacob did you download it oh i've had tiktok i like all of uh nicole's talks as well i'm all over it so much i love my supporters yeah uh behind the secret jacob where can people follow you at jk redman everywhere and you can follow us Brazilian Dragon, Brazil Dragon Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page um, and a TikTok that is very inactive. I still need to get my crash course with Cole. Um, also, I don't ever know if I'm using my TikTok or the Brazilian Dragon one, but I need to figure that <laughs> out. Um, and then, yeah, also you can follow my main at Tweets by Fleep. Right now I'm doing a Latinx Heritage Month top. Like I'm going one day each day of the month and doing um uh latinx fictional character that is iconic um so follow me there to see what's up it, we're today we're doing day five and spoiler alert it's going to be miles morales wow um, yeah oh, nice a king but anyways with that being said it's been another fantastic episode of the brazilian dragon podcast stay tuned next week where we say goodbye to howie and james two of nicole's men of the season and yeah Uh, toodles. Bye.